Everyone else, I'm happy now because we won. With that, obviously, we're already live on Facebook Live for the Blackcast Super Bowl post game show uh, with the one and only uh, Captain EO being very excited. For those of you uh, who saw a little thing that we posted earlier, which was checking in at halftime. Uh, I'm going to ask Captain EO if he can dial it down and do his best impression of him at halftime, what he was thinking like and what he was acting like. Well, this was a bit more of halftime, Jeff, and I'd say that, yeah, I was playing a lot of games on my phone, didn't really want to be involved in the moment because I was a bit disappointed. Down 19 points going into the fourth quarter, I was like, well, it's going to either be a miracle and one of the greatest Super Bowl wins, or it's just going to suck. And the miracle happened. Well, why don't you fast forward to right now, Jeff, and be super excited again? Oh, yeah! <laughs> um... We're going to treat this sort of like uh, the Academy Awards when you get to have an acceptance speech. So I want to know who you'd like to thank. I'd like to thank the New England Patriots for being the best team in the league year in and year out. I'd like to thank Tom Brady for beating the greatest of all time and having the most Super Bowl championships of any quarterback ever because he is the greatest of all time and you can't argue it ever at all. He's crying on the field right now, like I'm crying in my soul with joy. And Here's a question now. You see that uh, and obviously we can't show it because it's a you know an unlicensed NFL clip. Uh, Tom Brady is crying right now. Talk about why you would feel like, of course he's crying right now. Bill Belichick's smiling right now. If that doesn't tell you enough, that's it. That tells you that something crazy just happened. Yeah. The fact that we scored those last two touchdowns to get it to overtime, the first ever overtime, and we win it for the first ever five Super Bowl so champion quarterback. When the Patriots got within 16, Joe Buck said, uh, well, there's only two scores. And I'm like, is it really only two scores? Because, you know, it's really two touchdowns and a field goal. Because it's like, how many two-point conversions are you going to go for? Oh, apparently that many. I, I guess uh, Joe Buck knew better than I did. And boy, Joe Buck was probably thinking like, man, this fourth quarter is going to be a bear to have to call. But uh, most exciting ever, Jeff? Oh, definitely. And truly the greatest moment of the Super Bowl is yet to happen. It is when Roger Goodell has to eat crow and hand the MVP and Super Bowl Lombardi trophy over to Tom Brady, who he suspended for a quarter of this season. And uh, how many of those games did the Patriots win that they were he was suspended for? Three. Three and one. So they, they lost one game without him. Mm -hmm. And they won the Super Bowl now. Yep. And so, it only took one quarter, which is how much of Brady's season they decided to take away. It's very appropriate. Yeah, it's very dang. Uh Anyway, uh, so just very excited. And look, it was an exciting game. And I think, you know, there are those of us who maybe aren't particularly Patriots fans. But for the reasons that Jeff mentioned... It is kind of exciting because if you're not a Patriots fan, you're probably not a Roger Goodell fan. So something that makes him unhappy, that, uh, that can be fun to watch. And uh, we'll break that down. We're going to talk about the commercials, of course. And uh, we have a, a special sideline report from uh, Will Sterling, Agent Sterling on Twitter at Will Sterling underscore. Yes. He is uh, at the baby table. At the kids table with, today at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, where, where I belong. Where you belong. Yes. Uh, you guys kind of have... Equal knowledge and interest in football, would we you say? Do, yeah. And uh, making his uh, Blackcast debut, Mr. Felix Platt. Go ahead. Ring the bell. Yeah! That's right. You want to ring it again? Think about all the dirty double entendres you get to make now that you've rang the bell that many times. <laughs> wow, he's really going. He's very excited. He's very talented. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the people, Felix? You want to do more? He's like, I want more. Hmm. I was going to do this later in the show. All done. All done. You can go back to playing with Will now. Uh, Will, what was your favorite part of the Super Bowl? Um, playing with Felix? Yeah, I mean, it's really most of what I did. I don't even know most of the commercials. I thought I was going to do No, we'll talk about them. As you know, I, I took some notes. Apparently, this has to happen again. You can't show him something amazing and then take it away from him. That would be like showing the Atlanta Falcons the uh, Super Bowl trophy and then taking it away from them uh, in the fourth quarter. What, too soon? That's all right. Who was really rooting Whoa. for the Falcons anyway? Wow, he's got the bell now, by the We're way. We're going to start our own podcast here in the corner. Yeah. It, well, this isn't the Coltrane's corner. This is the Felix corner. Yes. It's yeah. going to be called the... Uh, uh, Rick Navarro the is watching table. live. Jason Blair is watching live. 
Jason Blair, who was behind like an hour. John Archer says, uh, I'm a 49ers fan, but I knew they'd win. Uh, Jeff, uh, what our friend uh, Jason Blair has to say is, well, that sucked. What do you think about this game? If you were an Indianapolis Colts fan, what would you think right now? If I was an Indianapolis Colts fan, I would have killed myself long ago because I'd be one from probably Indiana or Indianapolis, the worst place on earth. <laughs> Home of Governor Mike Pence. Oh, he went there. Yeah, Vice President Mike uh, Pence. You uh, call him governor? Unofficial. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hashtag not my, my vice, vice president. president. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and additionally, you would have had to suffer basically the entire history of the Colts. Like, your team... Ran away from Baltimore. Like, really? Are you proud right. of that? Are now, to be fair, most people should run away from Baltimore. That part makes sense. But fair, <laughs> fair, fair point. Uh, oh my God, Lisa Dabs is watching the book lady. This is very exciting. I'm so glad I did this on Facebook instead of uh, YouTube. Some of you might know that I uh, tweeted out a Facebook, I mean a uh, YouTube link, and I was very excited to have this on YouTube. And then I just could not figure out how to make it work well into the start of the Super Bowl. So uh, Facebook Live is where it's at and you know there are going to be a lot of you that are not watching this you're going to be listening to the audio only version on the blackcast which if you're doing that great but you can find this video on my facebook page you can look for me it's like christian dmz3 i don't know who the other two were and uh jeff is furiously texting all of his people back in new england sully that was fucking awesome yeah, basically. Sully, did you catch the fourth quarter? You, you could not believe the fourth quarter. Truly, I'm just afraid that a lot of my friends may have killed themselves after the third. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Agent Starling, could you do us a favor and on your phone, could you dial up our friend Coltrane and see and put him on speakerphone? I don't know if there's a way to do that on my phone, you know, where I could like dial him up and then put it on and all that. Do you have him in your phone? Recorded. Yes, I do. No, but you can put it on uh, speakerphone. It'll show up. Yo, yo. Coltrane, uh, this is Christian, Will, Jeff, uh, Nicole, Natasha, Heather. How you doing right now? Hashtag Tom Brady is the greatest living American in history. <laughs> I thought you might feel that way. We were wondering, how did you feel at halftime? Uh, I actually left my house. Uh, I was out. I was not listening to anything. I was, uh, I was on a slow drive to nowhere. Because I was just like, wow, this is going to suck. But now I feel great. So let's just do it. Yes, uh, obviously we were all uh, very excited for uh, Jeff here and uh, Col Coltrane far away. We we're very excited for you. We're actually uh, doing this on Facebook Live right now. There was probably a way that I could have uh, Facebook chatted you or something and joined you. I don't know how any of that works. So I just was like, Will, call him on your cell phone, put it on speaker, and that'll be just as good, if not technologically great. I think better would have been FaceTime, <laughs> and then you put the FaceTime. Oh, that, yeah, Jeff had a great idea. If we had put you, if we had called you on FaceTime, and then I just filmed the FaceTime uh, with the camera on my phone. But So, uh, Coltrane, how are you going to celebrate this evening? Um, I don't know. I'm probably going to get drunk. <laughs> you weren't already? No. I was, Listen, I sit here and watch this with, like, anticipation and stress. I don't need to be drunk on top of that. I just need to, like, you know, I, I just get into it. And, you know, when things don't go my way, I need to be able to leave the house and go, go for a nice drive. You can't be drunk and drive. That's not acceptable. So I did not drink at all. Now... Now I can get drunk. Now that you're home, you can you can get drunk. Uh, all right, well, we'll talk to you more about this very soon. I just wanted to allow you to shout it from the mountaintops, uh, you know, a, a Flavor Flav style, yeah, boy, essentially, and uh, share it with uh, hashtag Black Cast Nation. Absolutely. Hashtag Tommy. <laughs> all right, thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, Ken. Thanks. I like it. All right. See ya. All right, so there we go. That was exciting. We had Coltrane in. Now, uh, Jeff, we have yet to see the uh, presentation of uh, the trophy from Roger Goodell to Tom Brady, right? Mainly my concern is that Goodell right now is putting on a bulletproof vest to make sure that he doesn't get sniped from the stands by all the rabid Patriots fans going absolutely Ape-S right now. Ape-S. I appreciate the Ape-S because there's a baby. And uh, Natasha, I was going to talk to you before, and then I got the idea that we had to call Ken. You were kind of brought into the Patriots game uh, by uh, someone we know, uh, maybe sitting next to you, maybe not. Uh, talk about uh, the way that the first three quarters of uh, this game went for you, and then uh, how you felt about the fourth quarter. I 
at the beginning, like, I was gonna be, like, a nice little, like, good luck charm. I got all, like, in the right colors, and I had, like, the blanket and everything. You did bring the blanket, I it's did. true. I was ready, and I was kind of sad when we were losing, so I was mostly candy crushing at the beginning. And killing it, uh-uh, <laughs> like, when I could. Um, but definitely, when things switched, I was paying a lot more attention. But it seemed to be good luck to be, like, candy crushing on commercial breaks and then, like, <laughs> not playing when they played. So I think I did, actually. I, I think welcome. I think you're, you're co-MVPs with the uh, popcorn <laughs> popper. Let's be, the, let's be honest. This popcorn this popper. Is the reason yeah. So for people, <laughs> people listening audio only, Jeff's holding up the baby popcorn popper and Felix did start frantically popping this during the fourth quarter. And that clearly led to the first overtime in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry, how many Super Bowls is that for uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? No one's told Cinco me. Oh, Cinco. Billo. Cinco de <laughs> Do you th- do you think somebody's uh, copywritten that term, Cinco de Billo? Yeah, I was gonna say you should uh, you should definitely grab it right now. Uh, and we have yet to actually speak with uh, the Hi. one and only Nicole Sterling, aka Nicole Sterling. Yes. Uh, Nicole Sterling acts on Twitter and Instagram. That's me. Uh, you, of course, were enjoying the commercials, the yes. Lady Gaga. But as the uh, game went along, you got uh, even more excited. Yes. The, uh, it, it reached a crescendo. Will kind of still kept watching videos, and we'll talk to him about that. But, uh, I was with the baby. <laughs> Very true. Well, to be fair, to, to be fair somebody needed to be with the baby, and I it wasn't me. I was, I was taking a lot of notes and stuff, which uh, so I'll actually show. Notes. I have so many notes. This is like stuff that I think we're going to talk about, but, you know, maybe not. Anyway, Nicole. I wanted you to have the opportunity to you give us your take on the excitement at the end there. So there was a lot of sports happening with the sports. <laughs> there was a lot of sports there was happening. So much group. sports so, sporting. So so much sports. No, it was so much fun. Um, I was I was definitely the one that was the most engaged with the commercials, just because that's my life, uh, and I was interested to see what type of commercials we were all rolling out. Uh, apparently. America is very diverse, very inclusive, and robots are going to control the world. That's what I took away from the Super Bowl. Lady Gaga crushed it. And I had a lot of fun watching the Patriots win in the fourth quarter slash overtime, which was really interesting. It was a little boring before then. So I wasn't playing games. Right. Now, what if it had been reversed and the Patriots were up? 28 to 3 at halftime and then the Falcons had an exciting comeback in the fourth quarter. Would it have still I been would, just enjoyable? I would too? have been just as excited cuz I did not have party ties. To but anyone. to have Jeff in the room, obviously That's true. it was better I had to, I had to support Jeff. It was really all about Jeff and and, and uh Coltrane all the way yeah. in his corner. All the way, the way over in his corner. Way over in his corner. Uh so I was supporting my friends cuz I don't know anything about those teams. Um yeah. all right, well thank you. I'll mosey on over to my lovely and talented wife Heather who was uh, doing a lot of dishes and cleaning and and there was a lot of like baby stuff that had to happen (laughs) and uh, explain how I kind of said oh maybe you want to watch the end of the game oh yeah yeah I was I was trying to clean up everything because uh, I didn't want to have dishes after the game or tonight late night and also bath I'm times coming, tired. Bath bath times coming. up yeah. so, for but Will then he said that there's two more minutes and that it was actually really close so I should watch yeah. and then Will took over baby duty right yeah Will became the de facto parent but I think that I am the real um, reason why we won because I made a bunch of wings you did make a lot of wings that's true I made a lot of fruit and I would, say, I would say she filled this up before the real food got here. Yeah, yeah. We kind of forgot about the pizza. Yeah, people didn't realize that, uh, as always, there's plenty of pizza to be consumed. There's a great comment from uh, David Hines, everybody in the room. Great comment from David Hines. It sounds like you guys had fun. Liev must not have been there. So, uh, and that's absolutely true. I, I don't know exactly where he was, but we did talk about him a couple times. John Archer wants to know where Dennis Miller is. I believe he's at the barn. Would you think that uh, Dennis might be at the barn? Uh, I think he's been in the barn for a while. He's probably watching Turner Classic movies in the barn. He might have watched this game, though, because the Patriots were in it. <laughs> They're watching White Christmas again. Uh, it's a little early for White Christmas, but you know, it's never too early. I, I kind of agree with that. There's a lot of excitement going on. So talk about what just happened. I, I, I basically understand what happened. So so essentially, Willie McGinnis was originally walking through all the Patriots holding the Lombardi trophy, and they were all giving their, like, smooches and touch to it. And then finally, I missed where the handoff happened, but they ended up giving it to Strahan, Michael Strahan, who ruined a Super Bowl for us 10 years ago. 
and then he had to carry it the rest of the way up to Gazelle. That was a pretty good Super Bowl, that one. No, it wasn't. It was a terrible Super Bowl. Pretty I much remember the... having a cool ending. I don't remember that. I remember a catch in this game that is far superior to the awful catch that happened in that game. And I think it was that a good this catch game, in this game. This catch should catch. supplant that catch for all time. I should never have to watch that highlight. There's Roger Goodell handing the uh, the trophy to Mr. Kraft, and uh, Goodell is going to shake hands and probably run. He's probably getting pelted with eggs and never gets off the stage. Most likely, never. most likely fecal matter probably being thrown at him. We're going to go back to the very important uh, baby corner because uh, Felix is doing some important things, mainly stealing Jeff's wallet. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's gotten he very... He pocketed a while ago. Yeah. He took the credit card out. I was like, I'm not even allowed to have that. How? Heather, how do we feel about uh, raising a pickpocket? I, I mean... I mean, got to pay the bills somehow. Exactly. <laughs> it's trouble times. And this kid's got mad skills, you know? So, don't worry, I wasn't filming uh, Jeff's address on there. Just like how earlier I was trying to not show uh, Ken's phone number. Um, he's the new Kino from Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Explain that. All right, and he's a little ninja, and he stole my wallet like a ninja should. Like and that test where there's all the bells on the jacket, yeah. except now he's just holding a big grip of my wallet. Except that's because Raphael did it for him. Uh, no. Yes. I don't think that's how that went. That's 100% I don't remember how it that. happened. Don't think so. <laughs> I don't think there was any ninja magic there. It was all Kino and his self-determination. It was a hundred, it was, it was... Absolutely I feel like I came in in the middle of this conversation. <laughs> well, he definitely did. He, he randomly asked me, he goes, who's that kid from Ninja Turtles 2? The Asian kid? And I was like, the actor or the character's name? He's like, Gary, I was like, Kino, he's like, that's Felix. Felix is that guy from Ninja Turtles 2. The one who, the one who, in the beginning of the movie, is going to deliver pizzas and hits on two girls unsuccessfully. And I say, in your dreams, Steve. And he goes, yeah, maybe when I do, I'll dream of something a little thinner. And then drives away like a little dick. That's such a good line. I mean, that Felix has that kind of I would, criticism. I was literally about to say, if Felix can be that funny, I think we're, uh... Yeah, but you're ready to follow it up. Yeah. On well, why don't you talk about the thing that you know the most about from tonight? Lady Gaga's halftime show. Lady Gaga's us... halftime yeah. show was really good. I saw somebody posted on Facebook like, gosh, that was so boring, Gaga. And uh, I was like, bro, you learn all that choreography, something I've been trying to do myself over the past couple years. And do people high know. wire work. Do high wire work. Jump off the top of the stadium or wherever she came from. She came from far. Sing live, dancing, doing everything. And then tell me that it's a boring halftime show. She did good. She killed it. She killed it. She did it by herself. I, Nicole, I know you were disappointed that there were no cameos. I wanted Tony Bennett. Did Nobody she wanted crush Tony it? Bennett. Well, I love Tony she Bennett. Crushed it? She crushed it. Okay. I wanted. I, I love Tony Bennett, but even I didn't want Tony Bennett because I saw him at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and he was very much a ninety-something-year-old oh, man. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. What did Jason Blair say? It was one of the few halftime shows in recent years where they didn't have a surprise special guest. Yeah, and I kind of liked that because I was like, yeah. she carried the whole thing. She did a good job, and then she was like, boom, done. Also, right. wasn't really like the mic. political. The mic she was like, hey, America, let's have a good time. And she said hi to her mom and dad. She said hi to her mom and dad. So it was like nice to just like have just She's get like in and get out. Do something fun. That would be a good segment. Getting Felix's reaction to the UK Daily Mail. That would be a fun segment. Also, yeah, well, the is the baby corner that, the new segment yeah. replacing Coltrane's corner? Tom Brady is the most. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what I thought about uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. That concludes this uh, this segment. What? Nobody wants to hear more about Lady Gaga. Is no. That? Jason Blair is the only one contributing. And uh, Gene Bretta said, "Did she drop into hell at the end?" And John Archer said, "Stay." She did not drop into hell at the end, uh, Gene. She lived. Uh, to quote uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, "Carol, she did not die." Who did <laughs> yeah. not die? That's right. She was okay. And uh, John Archer wants more Gaga. Jason Blair says the halftime show would have been much better with special guests. J Jodakai? Jodacy? Jodacy. Who's Jodacy? Oh, who's Jodacy? God, who's this? White. Am, am I white or am I making you guys feel uh, old? 90s hip hop. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, you wouldn't know anything about I actually 90s. do know quite a bit about hip hop, but really not no, Jodacy. No, I said 90s hip hop. I very specifically said my 90s hip hop. Next rule. I've been working on my hip hop I agree, history. John Archer. I've been hip do. working on my run DMC. Yeah. Nice. Jason Blair, myself, yeah. and I think Captain EO are going to be uh, part of White Jodacy, which will yeah. be a new band. That's called Millie Vanilli. Part two. They even though not, they were not they white. Were not white. <laughs> nice try. Were they both black or was only one of them black? How dare you? I, mean, they were I can't even tell. <laughs> were they German? They had really thick German accents. They and were it German. It depends on who you're asking about. The people in the hey, video. Hey, Facebook said congratulations. This is your most liked video 
live most liked video. live video yet. Oh, because the only other one was a test one that was like a minute long. Dougie Fresh oh, and the Get Fresh Crew. That? that was a mistake. I do, oh, I do, I do love Dougie Fresh, John Archer. Is that uh, hashtag? <laughs> yes, I hear you. How about um, who else? Um, fresh Hammer? Friends. Not the Fresh Prince. Not Hammer. What do you mean not Hammer? He was <laughs> the Salt Adam's Family Values. TLC. When did uh, what did the what? Did, no, no, Christian nice and I just product. realized that we shared a hip hop song for our two podcasts. We you both yeah, use Public uh, Enemy. Public Enemy, fight the power. That's right. We both. I used, used it for Blackcast number eighty nine a couple years ago, and you used it for. Wait, uh, it's my not most numbered episode. anymore. Motivation report. I'm not, not numbering them anymore. Yeah, what's that about? Tell, I don't tell want the to. people. They're standalone. They're standalone thoughts and ideas and stuff. They don't need numbers. So Strawberry Hill gang. Strawberry Hill gang. John Archer is crushing it. Strawberry Hill or how about Sugar Hill gang? John Archer. Strop. Did I just call you out? Sorry. Oh, Tone Loke from Gene Beretta. Tone Loke. D- David Wiki, Hines of Wiki, course wow, points out. Wow. Wiki Wiki yes. Wild Wild West. Which yes. is actually a Stevie Wonder t- tune originally. The Wild Wild West little themes like the blah, 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 blah. but the, the wiki wiki that's true that's Will Smith I, knew I am drunk you got it at so sugar okay. yeah John Archer's drunk I'm, we're all a little I'm, I'm probably a little buzzed Tone Loke is good wild thing classic tune why are we what, talking about this right now we're talking about 90s hip hop we oh. because that's what happens on the black cast yeah. we have Wait, like 15 20 minute segues yeah, this is what happens with the black cast we have a whole page of notes to talk about here and then all of a sudden somebody mentions Jodeci not the biggest r and band one. how dare you overlook 600, it 633 songs I listened to not I'm one sure, Jodeci I'm sure there was a Jodeci song in there I just didn't didn't find it MF Doom was on there. Thank you. MF Doom was on there. MF Doom track. And you win. Felix loves him the Black Cast Bell. So huge thanks to Matt and KC for giving uh, Felix maybe his loudest toy. I don't know. You really have no problem with Felix playing with his dingling in front of everyone? Oh, boo. Just because you're a Super Bowl champ, uh, Felix thinks it's funny. All right. All right. Duly noted. Felix Felix thinks that uh, uh, Uncle Leo is much funnier than I am. And he's also excited for tomorrow night's series premiere of APB after 24 Legacy. Felix has now picked up a football because he's ready to maybe jump in into Super Bowl L-I-I-I. Oh, you know? touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a play action. Oh, you know what? Oh, he, he's moved on to basketball. <laughs> he's moved on to basketball. Uh, so there were a lot of commercials, of course, as every year. Some of them good, some of them not. I thought that a lot of them were, uh, you know, left a little something to be desired. But uh, we'll go back to Will and Nicole because they were very much focused on the uh, commercials. And I know that uh, Nicole has a specific favorite. I, I can think of two that I know you liked. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about your first favorite. Oh, my, my first favorite was uh, the Skittles commercial. Love the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. And we decided... What is your nickname again? Captain Eo. Captain Eo. I I don't remember this. What's your name? Jeff. Captain Eo and I sort of together came up with a really good interpretation of that. We were trying to figure out if it was a groundhog or a beaver. Um, Any thoughts? Anyone? Did anyone about the Skittles commercial? Groundhog or beaver? We decided on beaver. And I was like, oh yeah, I get it. Because like it's love the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. You gotta love that beaver. And that is what, what Captain Eo came up with. We're and that's to taste the rainbow. Taste the beaver. Yeah. That's, that's love. Love the rainbow. Taste the beaver. That's basically why we like that Skittles commercial. It made us laugh really but then, hard. That made you think about Justin Bieber. Oh, and then there was a Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber commercial, and that was strange. He, but then his lesbian Speaking name of what was Justin strange. Bieber. Jason Blair. The best. The groundhog from Caddyshack, too. From Ca- First of all, I love that you know that it's the groundhog, groundhog, groundhog. from Caddyshack, too. Well, it's a different one. They're not the same. Different? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very different beaver. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, Beavis. Yeah. She said beaver. Uh, oh, what a catch. Speaking of, there have been Dave, Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. That was the standout for me. Stranger Things. We know who his favorite But that's not really a Super Bowl commercial. Yes, it was. It's a commercial that happened in the Super Bowl. It was officially Super the Bowl most commercial. exciting one. 
And then the one that made me laugh the hardest because I was like, yes, that's amazing, was the King's Hawaiian one because I thought it was oh, just yeah. going to be a really lame commercial in the beginning. A distinct... And then they showed that it, the kids kept stealing his King's Hawaiian rolls. I really liked that. I thought it was in, uh, ingenious. Ingenious, genius. yeah. Intriguing. A distinct Intriguing. lack of movie yeah. teasers. Usually they do big game spots yeah. for like big blockbusters. The only yeah. one was uh, Transformers. Uh, no Wonder Woman, Guardians no Justice of Galaxy League. Volume Two. Oh, yeah, but that was before the game that was before started. The game. Logan. There was a lot was of Logan. A, we saw a lot of Logan. Oh, Logan was there. Old man um, Logan. Lots of Legion commercials. They were lots pushing that hard. And the Margaret Atwood housemaids, Hulu maids, housewives. I'm excited. Going to East Coast bed. Good night, all. Bye, Jean. Bye, Jean. Draw, draw us all in another book. Android and iPhone. Oh, okay. So that was so that was the thing I took away is that robots yeah. are taking over the world, and we have to do our taxes because there was a lot of tax going yeah. as well. Arnold in the in the mobile strike commercial, which gets That's more awkward diversity, every time I see them. Inclusivity and robots taking over the world. <laughs> and randomly, Aaron Eckhart in a commercial for like a um, video game. Weird, another mobile video. Don't Does forget. mobile strike and all those types of games make enough coin to justify Super Bowl? I assume so. Because People there were $5 million dollars for a 30-second commercial, so yeah. they must make enough money. Yeah. I think my favorite commercial was probably the Kristen Shaw for Verizon, but not really for Verizon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Verizon will get you there. Yeah, right? Where everyone at the end was like, oh, wait, that wasn't for Verizon? But now we kind of want Verizon. Captain EO, you, were, you actually said that you're more inclined to go with Verizon because they're clearly super chill about whatever you might be doing. Yeah, like you want to call up some customer service for T-Mobile, I don't think they're going to let you just like, like punish me. Them. Yeah, no, the unofficial slogan is Verizon. We'll let you pound one out. Yeah. You know, they have no problem with that. I'm sorry. I can't believe Agent Romanoff had to hear that. 50 Shades of Verizon. Oh, see now that I like, 50 Shades of Verizon. Uh, and uh, our friend Gene in Philly said bye-bye. And uh, Heather, you had a request for Gene that for his next book. Oh, can you draw me inside of it this time? Because uh, Heather has yet to make the book. And I don't think, Nicole, you haven't made the book. I don't think I've no. Uh, so our friend. Yeah. So our friend Gene Beretta, also known as Gene in Philly, he's a uh, very talented child's author, children's author. And he put. Uh, I've been in a couple books, not to humble brag, but to brag, just regular brag, really. But uh, yeah, Will uh, ended up in in the theater. Uh, and uh, Dennis. Will. Oh. What? No, he was not John Will Spooth. That would have been great, though. Well, for the sequel, Gene. Anyway, so we can try and get Heather into a future book. Assassination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Jason Blair asks what we thought about the Bye 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 commercial. If you remember, that was Chris Walken. Bye Bye. And he was doing lyrics from bye 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 yeah. let me for the first time pick up my notes i suppose and uh oh uh, yeah there was a weird one for avocados with uh john lovitz where it was that, like a secret cult yeah and it was it was a cult but then like lovitz just showed up for a second which look i'm <laughs> was it originally written for phil hartman and then lovitz took over and it too, became too soon too soon final season of news radio not cool in any case what i was trying to say was that it was good to see lovitz in an ad and yeah there was that weird arnold schwarzenegger first strike ad which i noted at the time was followed by an h&r block artificial intelligence ad featuring Watson, not Coltrane's dog, but uh, the artificial intelligence Watson. And it made me realize that we had Arnold, we had artificial intelligence. So clearly they're trying to tell us, they're warning us that Skynet's coming. But I don't think we're doing anything to stop Skynet. Hey, just Starling, do you think we're doing enough to stop Skynet? No. What should we be doing? Um, destroy all computers. Get rid Including of, this phone get right rid, here. Yes, throw it out the window, get rid of... By the way, what are most... One, what are, get rid of the internet, unplug the internet. The giant plug, like from yeah, South Park, where sure. Kyle unplugs and plugs back in. To make your point about how we need to destroy the internet, the best thing that could have happened in that moment was you grab my phone and throw it in the pool outside. You know, that would have been a great way to end all of this, but... my Oh, Heather points out my phone's waterproof. But that would have been... great. Way to stop us. <laughs> yeah, Skynet is waterproof, for real. Jason Blair points out, everyone knows the best way to stop Skynet is to lower Arnold into a pool of molten metal. Oh, yeah, uh, Nicole, Nicole's talking about... So there was a Ford commercial, and we were like, what is this commercial with, like, kids riding bikes and getting stuck and stuff? And then they were like, 
ride sharing, electric cars, and the guy's driving like a self-driving car. And I was like, what is this, iRobot? Because they take over the world and they kill everything. It's a horrible reference because it was a horrible movie, but the cars like run them off the road. I, let me say one thing about one commercial just real quick because it was kind of a mind F for me. There's a baby in the room, so I won't Thank you it. for just saying F. 84 Lumber, this company, sets up this whole ad where you're like, oh, it's this like... Mother and her daughter like coming to America, so you're like, and I'm like, oh, this feels awkward. Like, is this a commercial about the wall? So then you go online, they tell you go online, watch the rest of the ad. You can watch the rest of the ad. I, I'm obviously not for the wall, but the commercial was so poorly done that it was technically anti-wall. Yeah. But okay. it looked pro-wall because it was for because they're a lumber company, company. and they show guys putting the wall together, and yeah. you're like, so are you? Are you using your materials to build the wall? Like, and then there's a door in the wall, and they just. They go through the door. It was like the. I was like. And apparently, apparently, the original cut of the commercial was so controversial. If they're averaging about five million dollars for a thirty-second commercial, fifteen million dollars on a two-minute long, on a ninety-second spot, and then like a two and a half-minute video. And we literally had to research to see if they were, were for pro or, or against the against wall. The wall. They, like it bred a lot of sympathy for the woman and her child, and so it was yeah. kind of like it was anti-wall, like, but it was the most poorly done anti-wall ad I've ever seen. In my Here's life. the thing: <laughs> in fairness to 84 Lumber, never heard of them before, and we just spent Correct. over a minute yes. talking about True. them. Correct. Amazing but marketing. It's kind yeah. of weird because I feel like the whole thing was it's all about like in inclusivity and like diversity and bring everyone together and all of a sudden it was like and the world <laughs> well it's an interesting point and we have a few people commenting in the chat uh, Jason Blair asks Trump's wall will be made of wood let me let me let me phrase uh, Christian's most hated show Full House when uh, Uncle Joey plays uh, Mr. Woodchuck it will be made of what? <laughs> that is not my most hated show. I'm pretty sure my most hated show is either The Leftovers or Game what? of Thrones. Wow. Probably Game of Thrones, though. But you've never seen Game of Thrones. I have seen The Leftovers, though. Christian just says HB no. <laughs> John Archer says they're terrible commercials this year. I feel like there have been worse years uh, in recent memory, but was this a strong year? No. I mean, I did like the uh, the Rainbow of Skittles. Um, there was this weird Bush beer commercial where they were like covering how noisy it was. And they're like, it's crisp. I'm like, no, that just sounds like all the fizz is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, Bush. Yeah, but having, no, uh, by the way, speaking of Bush, President Bush 41 throwing out the coin and he's like 93 years old at his age you can't be expected to do an elegant coin toss Jeff if the Patriots had lost would you have blamed former President Bush the long-ranging conspiracy against the Patriots started in 1945 under the tutelage of George H.W. Bush no I, he, he flicked it right at Atlanta and then they all like huddled around it and we're like oh deferred I guess we won cheaters cheaters Super Bowl L.I. because it was a lie oh, wait we won no it was good it was a good everything Super Bowl worked out L.I. because it was a lie that's good uh, the Hulu show with the women in red cloaks looks very Game of Thrones to me yes. in that it looks like I'll hate it uh, well, Jason Blair, I'll let you know that my wife is very excited about that show and looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Natasha, did that look like a show that uh, you might check out? Mm -hmm. What were you going to say about it? Is there something? Oh, the, the chick from Orange is the New Black, the, like the tough, yeah. badass one. She's the only thing that made Also the chick from Chuck. I just worry that the show is giving too many ideas to the people in power right now, right? Like a dystopian future where women have no choices. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what this is an allegory for. <laughs> Funny that the people who are not interested are like... This show looks boring because I'm a man. <laughs> what women's rights count me out? Yeah. I don't need that. Unless there's nudity, then I'm in. <laughs> they yeah. make a new show called Suffragette City, and you're like, oh, oh yeah! It's about Bowie. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's not about Why are you so excited? He's pro Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, he's excited to watch Handmaid's Tale with Mommy. There are so many commercials that we didn't remember, uh, including there was a GoDaddy commercial that had a bunch of uh, internet-related stuff with uh, some Rick rolling and some hashtags. Oh, yeah. And that's why I took all those notes, Nicole, because I would never, I would never have remembered until I saw these notes right now. Because we remembered the, oh no, that was for Square. The John Malkovich one was for Square. Daddy is such like a driven sounded, sounding name. I get confused that it's for like website. website. It's a really weird name. Anything that has daddy in it just like connotes. Interestingly enough, there were three commercials, all three 
website brand commercials. There was the John Malkovich for mm-hmm. Square. There was the uh, GoDaddy Rickrolling Weird, the guy that is the internet. Yeah. And then there was Wix, where... Uh, oh, it had Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot and, Jason and Jason Statham. Jason Statham fighting. You're not fighting. I think that one wins for me just because it was Gal Gadot. She's a robot. She can't exist. She's too beautiful to exist. Yeah. And I love She's Jason Statham. So and that, my website is done with Wix, so I'm a little... Well, interestingly enough, my website, blackcast.com, go there now, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, is from GoDaddy. Do you have a website builder? Like yeah. You can use GoDaddy mm-hmm. to build your website? Sure. Oh. You can pay, I think you pay a little extra. Uh, or maybe it's included. I, I can't really remember. I would probably be using Squarespace. Do you have a website? It, uh, it ended because I didn't renew it. I didn't like the way that it was built, and I would probably be using Squarespace because I like John Malkovich. So you don't have a website for the Motivation Report? I do have MotivationReport.com. So Separate. how do you build that? Personal website. That's the people who gave me my the new platform. They bought the domain for me. Is that, that the platform, Five by Five Network? Five by Five. Is the broad yeah, and so they're they're building thing is translated to motivationreport.com. So I update the show on uh, asset creator website version, the part of this, mm-hmm. and it gets reflected to the website. And of course, it can be found at Motivate Report at Motivate Report on Twitter, motivationreport.com. It's an mm-hmm. episode coming out not tomorrow, but the following Monday. So we're a week away from a new one because you had the uh, spoken word this week. Yes, that was... It was a little different, wasn't it? You got to... Well, you, she hasn't heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet. Uh, well, your husband's got mad flow in uh, in yes. that episode. I mean, you know he does, but you get it's on display. I yeah. so defensively. I know he does. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair. I am there to hear the words first. <laughs> I still haven't heard them yet. Oh, well, I, I have mad flow once a month. literally haven't. You can cut it there. I got mad flow, yo. Worse. Once, once. We got mad flow once a month. Tell me more about this. Oh, Jeff. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Credit for me. Credit for me. Felix seemed excited about that. Oh man, you guys. I'm in charge of the dinger. I like being in charge of this. The dinger. Yeah, because it gets used much more sparingly. Relationship. <laughs> she's in charge. She's in charge of the dinger. You do not get it. You do not get a dinger. She for that. Ha- she holds it. Yeah, I mean you have all the power. Oh. <laughs> Will snuck in there. You did not ask if it was okay to ding in that moment. That's because that's not how our relationship works. <laughs> Felix did not think that was funny. Felix is like, come on, let's let's clean it up a little bit. Yeah, one of the uh, commercials we did reference uh, briefly. I don't know where Will's going, but he'll be back. Oh, of course he has to pee because because we can because if we're doing a black cast, Will has to pee. There was a lot of talk about. Uh, the Logan trailer because Will is trying to not see too many uh, trailers. trailers for Logan. But uh, what did you think about this trailer of Logan versus the earlier one? Nicole? Oh, okay. So I officially think that the trailer of Logan with the Johnny Cash song Hurt, the remake of Nine Inch Nails, which is amazing on its own and like Correct. the saddest song that exists. When I first saw that trailer, I saw it attached to Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. That's a whole other story. That is uh, definitely a different story. <laughs> and uh, I was so excited about that trailer. How do I feel about this trailer that played with, uh, what was the song? It was something American, more American, lots of American. I actually American, forget what song American. it was. Yeah. Uh, I did not like it. It was a little too much. It didn't really tell the story. It was definitely all about it the action. It was more of a teaser, I feel like, rather than a trailer. Yes. <laughs> but I would say Hurt fits more because you've got this gravelly close to the end of his life, Johnny Cash, with yeah. like that really that emotive voice. just passed away. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that's perfectly reflexive right. of old man Logan that, on his way out. And old man Patrick Stewart. This is true, too. <laughs> that, uh, that The video of the Johnny Cash Hurt is one of those times where you feel like the video is so evocative of the song. It's like it's hard to not think of it because it was very close to when he died. And Wait, it's, is it old man Ian McKellen? Uh, old man Ian McKellen's <laughs> no, yeah, he's gone. He's already because no. he's already old. No, I, I just couldn't remember which one was. Yeah, in Patrick Stewart. 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 Yeah, Professor Xavier's Rose. in it, not Magneto. I know. I was, okay, we're, I we're gonna Magneto. assume Magneto somehow effed up and got himself killed. Because their bro that. love is so strong, yeah. he has to pop up at some point. I, I don't know. He's That's probably true. dead. I mean, it's supposed to be twenty twenty nine, and I think he's he's much older than Professor X. My question is: Does this Logan 
follow the events after um, Apocalypse, or is no, it still from they, the original I, timeline? I think that they're saying that this is sort of a separate timeline entirely, which is good that Will went to the bathroom because he hates knowing all this stuff. Uh, but it's sort of like an alternate future. It's like not Days of Future Past, not what happened after that, not Apocalypse. It's just, oh. it's separate entirely. Someone commenting on that? Yeah, we had awesome. an answer. The song is Amazing Grace that played in the Amazing Grace. Thank you. Who said that? How sweet um, the sound. Jason Blair. Yeah. Jason Blair like with the knowledge. Nice. Plus, um, David Hines said, in charge of the dinger. I think he liked that one. I think he thought that that was funny. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> There's a little mini ding there. And by mini ding, no. She dinged no, herself. No. She dinged herself. Uh, I don't know. I'm very excited for that movie. Uh, uh, the Logan movie, not mini dinger. But mini dinger will be out in 2018, and that's going to be an amazing do we, we Do we know when the uh, Mr. Sinister X-Men movie's coming out that they set up? Um, I don't know if it's going to happen because... That was a guess, but I bet I'm right. You're probably right. But I'm I don't think they were happy with... Apocalypse in a number of levels uh, financially. Because it was awful? It wasn't awful. You didn't say it was awful after we all yeah, got I to did. see it. No, yeah, you I didn't. Did. You said you didn't. Did you? Yeah, I. We, listen back to the tape! Oh, really? Don't wait for the translation! <laughs> John Archer says that really? was my nickname in high school, no, Mini I was Dinger. A fan of the magic. <laughs> I like the magic. You like did the, you guys miss that? What's what? John Archer said that his nickname in high school was Mini Dinger. <laughs> John right Archer, in. you win! Christian did it that time. Yeah, he I did. stole that thing. Uh, so, Whoa. Will, yeah. we uh, talked a lot about Logan while yeah. you were in the bathroom. Can I have this? Yeah. Okay. As long as you drink it like Wolverine. If you open it with your claws and just shotgun it, basically. Yeah. So, right now. Go ahead. Get your claws out. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Logan, and you don't want to know that much about it, but you've now seen the trailer. How would you equate your excitement level on Logan compared to some of the other superhero movies recently? Uh, because it's not the movie itself. I feel like your excitement level can't be fine. It, it's not. Now it's a black cat. Somebody yep. opened a beer. Yeah. Uh, it's, your excitement level. I'm excited. Yeah. I like. I generally actually like the X Men movies. I didn't like. Uh, does anybody like the third one? I don't really think anybody. Oh, Last Stand. Last the stand. the uh, Dark Phoenix like now. Origins. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't mind the Wolverine. Yeah. The Wolverine I thought was great for three fine. acts. Fine. Fourth act made it fine. Well, it's a movie. It, it was fine. Well, it's a movie. It shouldn't have a fourth female act. Female Wolverine, where she like that, fights him that, for like two uh, seconds. Yeah, that's yeah, that. and that's yeah, a great character. That I would like to see more Lady Deathstrike. Deathstrike. Uh, but speaking of female Wolverine, we see a little bit of X twenty three in these commercials. So, and I've seen the first trailer because they were like, check out this red band trailer for the R rated Logan, and I was like, cool. So the one with her, like, yeah, I've seen that one. The first one, I was like, man, this looks just like a really sad western. So I was like, because it looks like a sad western and not like a Wolverine movie, I don't want to know too much about it because I want to be pleasantly surprised and not be like, oh, this doesn't look like an X-Men movie. But I'm glad because I thought Days of Future Past was actually the best note that they could have ended that X-Men franchise on. I agree. Because at the end... Days of Future Past was perfect. And Brian Singer was like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. At the end, it just like changed everything. It was like, guess what? Last stand didn't happen. Gene, alive. Scott, alive. Uh, Charles alive, like everything was fine. No, Kelsey and they Grammer also was in it, uh, which obviously that anything Kelsey Grammer is in is the best. Oh, including Down Periscope, <laughs> especially which Down is Periscope. the best movie ever. Oh Wait, my God, why I are you so excited? Do you really love Down Periscope? Yes, I really. I don't. Love Down I don't even think Kelsey Grammer likes Down Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you were kidding, I, I, know, no, I love Down Periscope. Me. I love the guy who listens to Sonar. I think his name is Sonar, and he does the whole whale thing, which is brilliant. Sonar. It's my favorite. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jeff, you were talking about <laughs> down Sorry. periscope. You can this with what? I, I confuse it with Mikhail's Navy when she first said it, because oh. it's like the same movie from the Basically. '90s. Like, from yeah. the we're goofy yeah. army people. Yeah. Like, oh, fun. They're, they're from the same. So yeah, very excited for Logan. I that character Wolverine very important to me for far too long and probably much more important than he should be. I'm disappointed that we won't see Hugh Jackman play him again. At some point someone will have to play that character. Look, and look, I'm sure I'm sure that person will be fine. They'll be fine. By the time it happens. Mhm. This face should look like an adult's face. Oh my god, please yes. And it can be me. I'm ready. 
And by the way, uh, inconsistency with uh, sorry, being consistent with what he said is inconsistency. Inconsistency. <laughs> There's a space. Yeah. yeah. I hear what you're saying. But keeping his own consistency with the tone of his comments, John Archer said his excitement level for Logan is Ron Jeremy, nine inches. Wow. Nicole. Thank you. John Archer. John Archer just earning that. John Archer does a stand-up. And uh, Jason has a great comment that the next Wolverine will be Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, because oh, no. he, play, he plays everything. The terrible that would be accent. the single worst Wolverine cast <laughs> in the history of Wolverine. Uh, they wouldn't be in the same movie. Right. Uh, so invalid joke. I, you don't get it. Wow. For that. Or um, you do like they did with all those uh, Eddie Murphy movies and just oh, have him play multiple parts. Eddie Murphy plays. Uh, wait a minute. Whoa. Meet the Logans what? like the clumps. Oh my God. We. Nutty <laughs> Professor Three Wolverine. Like, can I yeah. Do that? We just. And uh, David Hines suggests in the role of Logan, Idris Elba. Great. No yes, problem. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Although that would be Old Man Logan again. Wait, what did you say? I said he has to play James Bond first. Okay, well, because it's not going to be Daniel Craig, so... Yeah. Idris Elba would be like Old Man Logan again, because he's like, again, I don't think he's too old to be Bond, but as Wolverine, like, he would be an older Wolverine. Yeah. That's true. And that's what we're getting. We're getting old Wolverine. Look, Idris Elba can do whatever he wants. If you were like, hey, we're going to do Peter Pan again, and it was a cast of kids. (laughs) Peter! We're going to cast Idris Elba as Peter Pan. I'd be like, it's fucking weird, but I'm going to go see it. (laughs) I'm a Peter. Because you know what? Does it matter how old he is? He's going to be incredible. <laughs> I'm glad that Nicole enjoyed that. Oh, my Peter. But uh, a- so, anyway. So you're telling me a movie where a full-grown black man flies in a bunch of kids' bedroom and takes them away? It's totally uh, cool. It goes to Neverland. <laughs> so you're saying... It goes to Neverland Ranch. My answer? My answer? The Michael Jackson biopic. My answer? <laughs> <laughs> We're to the point now where nobody can breathe. Uh, Asian Romanoff is horrified. You're like, why is this my boyfriend? Why is he such a d-bag? I just want to crush candy, guys. For the record, I did beat the level that you showed everyone I was playing. Okay, so if somebody saw it, they would be like, oh, that's as far as she got. She couldn't okay, crush I- that candy. <laughs> I just downloaded the game for the record, like yesterday. It was like a job. So, oh, hey, know, it requires. Guess what Miller Lite's motto is for their beer? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's a fine pilsner. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's fine. Yeah. It, it's fine. I mean, it's not my favorite beer. It, it, it's fine. It, look, it's not like the old Richard Donner Miller Lite, no, no. but it's fine. It, it's okay. It's like Richard it's, Lester's theatrical relationship yeah. made too. Right. It's, it, fine. it's fine. Yeah. yeah, but it's not as good as the, uh, the Richard whoa. Donner cut. Uh, and uh, David Hines wanted to say that uh, he could uh, do both and be Patch. This is a, that's a reference to there's a character that Wolverine decided he needed a secret identity to his secret identity at one point. Oh. So he went around Wait, as what's his secret identity. Well, he you know so he's Wolverine. Yes, and he's Logan. But then he had to be neither of them. So he spent oh. like the first seventeen issues of his uh, solo book as just Patch, and he put on an eye patch. And there's a joke like when they got rid of that whole thing was like, what did you think you could put on an eye patch and no one would know who you were? We just kind of went with it because it seemed important to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, but it's like, it's like worse than Clark Kent because Clark Kent it covers two eyes. Yeah. Like he was just like, oh, I just put on the eye patch. But he does. With Clark Kent, he like changes his posture. He raises his voice up one octave. He slicks his hair in a weird way. He wears a suit, not a Superman costume. So he looks, yeah, he's less confident. With Logan, I just imagine him being like not changing anything, still with the poofy like spike hair. <laughs> Yo, and his hair was exactly the same. And you're like, if. You're not even trying. <laughs> if you remember, I recently posted a picture of Grey Hulk yes. as Joe Fixit yeah. next to Logan in a suit. Right. He has the eye patch on. Yeah. He's patch in that picture. Oh, he you notice how he looked exactly I like Logan? Why he was like, why is he wearing an eye patch? Yeah. See, You're like, like, oh, is it a pirate? So snake. Why are there so many comic book characters with eye patches? Because they want you to see them for who they really are. No, I don't believe that. Because I think it's just don't... a trend. Like Disney is always going to kill off a mother or father at the beginning. Oh, so, yeah, so Marvel is they always going to have someone with an eye patch. Perception. I like that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What's that? Well, they don't need depth. Perception. They're like they're like just get rid of one eye. They're like true pirates. Who Mercurial... actually? Wait, what? 
It was a strategic advantage to wear an eye, to wear an eye patch if you were a pirate. What? Fun fact in history: if you were a pirate, you would wear an eye patch so that when you went into the bulk of a boat, you would swap it over, and one of your eyes would be adjusted to the darkness. Whoa! More eye patches. Did you just drop some mad knowledge on us? Yes, I did. I think you got this for some mad pirate knowledge. Uh, and by the way, Jason Blair says Wolverine is Patch Adams, That's which. Well, great minds think alike. Well, look, we've had a we've had a long day, we've had a long night. I hope that uh, people who watch this live, but you know, more importantly, the people who watch the archive after and listen to the audio only version of it, uh, they have fun with our uh, conversation. Uh, me personally, I didn't really drink today because I thought that uh, this could have turned into a real nightmare if uh, I was drunk. <laughs> not that I've ever black casted well drunk, but you not know, at all. Not no, like not, not not two nights ago. Night. Not the shows we did for my birthday where I got like considerably shit faced by the <laughs> like by the third one. I was so wasted. Not that time that we had to cut out like several things that oh, I kept saying. Yeah, there were a few things. That, yeah, true. And uh, you know, Will actually saw one of them in a folder the other day because uh, it, it has like a very specific one word title oh we laughed but uh, thanks to everybody and of course thanks to Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore Captain EO at Jeff DeRay at Nicole Sterling acts that's Twitter and it's too long for Twitter so it's too, I can't so you're not you're not Nicole Sterling acts on Twitter no I'm Nicole E Sterling so two E's so confusing. Totally. Yeah, I know, right? And Agent Romanoff is a secret agent, so you cannot find her. Never. Never. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, one of these days, Felix is going to have to get on there. But uh, you can find me at Christian DMZ. And of course, at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. The Blackcast on Facebook and Blackcast.com. And uh, I only have another four pages of notes. We're going to take a little break. Natasha and Nicole are going to talk about a very serious issue. You gentlemen can join in, but they're going to start the conversation. It was very important to them. There was a lot of conversation about it. It's going to involve NFL butts. It's the Tina Belcher conversation. It is the Tina Belcher conversation. So we will have that coming up next time on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Scared me. Scared me.